Welcome to Storytime with Giyashri. Let's continue Slacker by Gordon Corman. Chapter 30, Jennifer Del Rio. Give the middle school kids credit. They almost pulled it off. We didn't know until last night what they were planning at the freeway ramp. Joel Osterman's seventh grade sister accidentally ate a peanut and Benadryl's like truth serum for her. She blabbed the whole thing. I had to admit it. It was an amazing idea, better than anything I could have come up with. It would have lifted the positive action group out of the toilet and made them legends in this town. So of course I had to steal it. It would be easy for us. We had one huge advantage over the little kids. We could drive. All I had to do was sound the alert. A group text here, a tweet there, a posting or two on the Friends of Fuzzy Facebook page. Camp Boxer would never know what hit him. And now, a bonus. Not only were we going to save the freeway ramp, we were going to save the beaver too. I don't get it, Jen. Tony panted, running behind me through the trees. I thought we were stopping bulldozers. That's still on. I tossed over my shoulder. But first... We're going to rescue that beaver. He can't be hard to catch after you winged him with the car. Tony sounded rueful. I didn't mean for that to happen. What if he's really hurt? Not our problem. He's going to be in his habitat, dead or alive. I could hear the middle schoolers crashing through the underbrush behind us. I, could, I recognized Boxer and that crazy girl from the Waipole, but not the other two. They looked younger. Sixth graders, maybe. That was the only thing that could sink us. The chance that one of them might get to the rodent before we did. There were four of them and only two of us. Not missing a step, I whipped out my phone and dialed Sarah Schalsberg, first assistant grandpa of the Friends of Fuzzy. We're just passing through downtown, Sarah reported. Jen, have you seen all those kids? It looks like the whole middle school is going to show up. Never mind that. I puffed. We just had a beaver sighting. Sarah was all business. Location? Ravine Park. I think we're behind Tackle Hut right now, but you can't depend on that because we're moving pretty fast and we've got company. The boxer kid for one and the nut job from the pool. I'll spread the word, she promised. The crazy girl was screaming down the forest. Alvis! She had a loud voice that was like a cheese grater against my brain. Elvis, come back! Will you shut up? I barked back at her. If he hears you, he won't come back. He'll run a mile. A shriek of brown fur flashed through the underbrush before me. But before I could react, the two younger girls dashed past me. Who knew sixth graders could be so fast? Tony! I snapped. I'm on it. He took three giant strides and then tripped on a ruin and landed flat on his face. Those clunky black boots looked cool with his leather jacket, but maybe they weren't so great for a beaver hunt. Our query scrambled through some tall grass and took cover among the thick leaves of a fawn tree limb. I caught up with the girls, squeezed my bigger body between them, and kicked away the branch. Behind it cowered a terrified woodchuck. False alarm. There he goes! called Cam behind me, which started the crazy one screeching again. I hauled Tony to his feet and started after Cam. He tried to hold me back, 
Come on, Jen. You're a presidential scholar, a cheerleader in more clubs than anyone in the history of Sycamore High. This time next year, we'll be at Harvard. Do you really have to go to war for just a beaver? I put free of him. I'm not at Harvard yet, I exploded. We need that rodent. At that moment, Sarah came crashing through the woods, followed by a pack of high schoolers, the cavalry. I dress for a freeway ramp, not a forest, Sarah complained, zipping her cashmere hoodie up to her neck. Follow me, I ordered, leading the charge after the little kids. It was easy enough to follow them. The nut job was wailing like a police siren. What was she, Elvis's mother? Sarah did a good job spreading the word. Pretty soon, the friends of Fussy were all over the place. We needed as many searches as we could get, since the beaver was low and built for hiding in the underbrush. I was reaching to pull my right sneaker out of a patch of mud when I bumped head with a kid who was easily five years younger than me. A middle schooler, definitely, but not one of the original four. How do you get here? I rasped. I just followed everybody else, he replied. Don't you know I was in the woods somewhere? That was when I looked closely at the many faces peering behind trees into an underbrush. Thank you for listening. Bye, until next episode.